This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information to expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. In a world where Layer 2 extension reigns supreme, spanning tree pushed to its limits, and no overlay in sight. Where phones buzz with constant meeting notifications, and you work right through lunch because, well, your office is in your kitchen now. Amid the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations, a podcast has emerged, a show about network engineering and other stuff. The cast of characters include the fearless leader, the guy you find wherever books are sold, the lovable beard, the avid barbecue juan, and the guy whose greatest contributions are goofy introductions. Premiering right now, and if you're lucky, you didn't even have to listen to this because hopefully Andy cut out this intro entirely. This is The Art of Network Engineering, rated R for Ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Network Engineering. Thank you, Tim, for that wonderful introduction. I love how we just like do that live and roll right into the episode. It's not like yeah. spliced in there. There's no yeah. reason in 2021 to do anything absolutely at all live, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> like a three-ring circus. <laughs> That's Aaron. Aaron's back. Welcome back, Aaron. How you been, man? I'm hanging in there like that poster uh, with the two kittens <laughs> on the tree branch. <laughs> hanging in there. Excellent. It, it's great to have a full crew tonight. I love it. It's been so long since we've had everybody here. Uh, so welcome back, Aaron. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yourself? Not too bad. Good. Getting ready to, you know, rack up some more air miles tomorrow. Going to go get some more hotel points this weekend. Got some more work to do in a data center somewhere in an undisclosed location. Going to mm-hmm. play with some Nexus VPC. Should be a lot of fun. There you go. VPC. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Andy, how you doing? <laughs> good choice. <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. I, I, I'm very happy that my pool is finally up. I fought it for weeks. There was heavy yeah. equipment involved. There was mud. There was pain. It was a hard-fought dad battle, and it's finally full and up. So <laughs> it's going to be 90 degrees in northeastern PA this weekend. And What? Yeah, well, 93. Um, so oh. we, we will have a pool this weekend. Uh, so that is my highlight of my life right now. Thank you. Yeah, you there's like some – like- like super super hot or a super super cold to super super hot just like yeah there's no like spring or fall anymore it's either freezing or <laughs> yeah. hot as hell and i don't know what? when that happened but it's the yeah. same thing happening up here in vermont okay. so like uh, like i just said i'm heading out for the weekend and my wife is just like you need to put in the air conditioner before you leave because it's going to be stupid hot this weekend so crazy. Crazy. and it's going to be like in the 90s like starting tomorrow through the weekend <laughs> we had rain today it, oh yeah, it felt pretty good in this in the afternoon. Yeah, today was nice. And last but not least, Tim, how you doing? I got in trouble this week, AJ. <gasps> oh no! What'd you do? Well, you remember on our time management 
episode last week, I made the comment that I wasn't a big fan of when certain people put things on my desk. (laughs) You said maybe, and maybe I didn't put it that nicely, but you you get the gist. You said she wasn't a listener, right? She's not a listener. Yeah, she's not a listener. Um, So I, I went upstairs earlier this week oh yesterday and uh she's standing outside watching the kids play and she's got her little earbud in she's like hey i'm listening oh. to your episode <laughs> <laughs> Busted. luckily i haven't seen her since 24 hours I've avoided her. Incredible. Dang. Just are, down in the basement are you at home or have you moved to an apartment <laughs> yeah that's why he uses the backdrop to yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm right. not willing to get into that right now andy <laughs> He's in the back of his van down by a river. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, Tim. Thing, things are great. Thank you. <laughs> That'll teach you. That'll teach you. Uh, what about you, AJ? Oh, I'm yeah. doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah? Yeah. You don't sound too bent out of shape by the traveling thing these mm. days. It was kind of really a thorn in your side there for a minute. Are you uh, kind of itching at it now or what? I'm I'm at peace with it. Hmm. Okay, it's just a thing now. It's huh? just a thing now. I can't fight it. Uh, everybody on my team's doing it. Okay. So I, I don't feel like I should warm the bench any more or less than you know anybody else is. So you know, got to do what I got to do. Okay, I can't can't beat them, join them, huh? That's right. That's right. Right. Look at you, adapt and overcome. Modern <laughs> problems call for modern solutions. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, let's let's talk about social. It's getting social. So um, let's see. We have our Instagram page. We have a Facebook page. We're definitely on Twitter. We've got our YouTube channel. And we've got a new look to our YouTube channel. So if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, please go over to youtube.com forward slash the art of network engineering. And uh, you will see all the new updates to our YouTube videos. So we got a, a beautiful animated logo. And uh, Dan has done some nice work in Photoshop. We got a beautiful overlay you're going to see in all of our videos going forward. So uh, we're just trying to, you know, crank things up a notch. But uh, <laughs> just please switch. subscribe, follow, like, uh, tweet, and, and, and I don't know, whatever else you do on all those other social pages. Because uh, all of those numbers help us out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is sponsored by us. We have a merch store. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can go to artofnetengcom forward slash store and you will find lots of merch with our logo on it. Every purchase uh, has a little bit. I, I've trimmed the fat. I've taken as much profit out of every, every product so that way we're giving you the lowest price and we're getting the minimal amount back for each product that you buy. Uh, and with the product, uh, profit that we do get, we're going to use that to cover our costs, which are really not a whole lot, uh, for recording the show. We may make some improvements from time to time, like buying an animated logo. Uh, mm-hmm. and then everything else we're going to take, and we're going to put it right back in the community as, uh, hopefully if you've followed us for a while, you've seen us do before we gave away DevNet associate kit that included the books and a raspberry Pi. That was a huge mm-hmm. hit. We want to do that again someday. Uh, so please. Uh, if you want to help, go buy some merch. So really, uh, what you meant to say is this episode is sponsored by you. Yes. That's Potentially. True. Potentially. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. Hopefully. That's right. Please. <laughs> Pretty please. There's a new addition to the store. There's there's a couple of new additions. So we've added uh, 
some tapestries. You can get a, a beautiful tapestry with the Art of Network Engineering logo. Mm-hmm. You can get a fleece blanket. So if for some reason you're feeling cold when it's 93 degrees outside, <laughs> you can wrap yourself up in a fleece blanket with an okay. A1 logo and feel extra toasty. All right. Uh, and there's now pint glasses. I ordered, oh, see. Uh, yeah. I got yeah. five of those on order, fellas. And when oh, they come man. in, I'm going to oh, turn them right back around and send them out to you all. And, mm. and we'll be able to see y'all need to get on board out. for that. Nice. That's very versatile, those pint glasses. Yes. Yeah. You can drink water or other water <laughs> beverages. You need water. Absolutely. You know, you know what all else? Time. You know what else you can drink? What? Water. 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 <laughs> water. water or water. water. If you drink water, then you can get an A1 pint glass. I'm, I'm excited for that glass. I, yeah. I need See, that. Do you drink salsa water? Salsa? So, you know, I, I, know, I, think, I think that's how somebody in Massachusetts might say it. I'm not sure. I'm not from Boston, man. I know. I know you're not, but I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to mesh the two together. You're Somebody closer to Boston than I am. I, and thank I, God I don't guys, have the accent. Okay, same team, guys. Same team. Okay. He started, Dad. <laughs> Both of you two New England nerds. Keep it, keep it down over there. I don't know. Should I be concerned that right after I started on here full time, AJ goes out and gets pint glasses? Uh, Are you no, catering to me or something? <laughs> No, I'm catering to me. You just happen to, you know, also benefit from it. Yeah, so lots of great new merch. Please, please support. uh, And uh, like, like Aaron said, this episode could be sponsored by you. And when you do buy something, if you're a member of the Discord, you can put in your Discord handle and a nice little shout out, and we will see it. It'll pop up in the uh, hashtag A1 Fans channel. Every purchase that gets made through the Teespring store. Our merch store will pop up in that channel so everybody can see what you're buying. I think we should add something new, like when the winning goat gets their name, maybe we could do like an AONE winning goat t-shirt or something like that. Give oh. people an incentive to go buy something because they already I have I think their... we got some stuff in the works. Yeah, uh, nice. Once, once the goat has the name. I want a winning goat t-shirt personally. I still want to find know... where we can get some of these with our logo on it. Well, yes. if yeah, it uh, nice. if if it gets the nickname that's in the lead right now, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be upset. Real, no, I wouldn't either. But it could. It, it's just gonna be real interesting. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we'll have to just, like abbreviate I, it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, or just I, I, like how do you like just cleverly like slap? I just I don't think you can. You know, I just. It is. It's just is what it is. You know what I mean. That was great when I saw somebody like recommend that name. I'm like, that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, of course, I voted for it, and then I pumped it up. But yeah. <laughs> so, if you haven't voted for that too, by the way, uh, is it closed already? It is not closed. Well, it so so by here's the, the, here's the conundrum. By the time this episode, yeah. you know, yeah. posts, okay. it will be closed. But uh, all right, we're time travelers here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Weird. But, um, all right. Next on the list, we are coming up on our uh, anniversary date. We've been doing this for 10 months now. I'm, I'm very excited to share with you all that as of tonight, moments ago, I, I checked the stats. We are at 83,000 total downloads since we started 10 months ago. Yeah. You all made it happen. Uh, That's amazing. Trying to, yes. trying to hit that 100K mark. 
before the one year anniversary. I think before we're before the it. one year. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not a betting man, but I feel like it's going to happen. And last month was our best month, right? It kind of blew previous months yeah. out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. It was like fourteen so, five. So tell your <clears throat> friends. You know, you you listen. You're at work. Tell them. Check it out. You know, I don't often give you recommendations. You know me. I'm a stand-up dude. You can trust me. Go listen to these guys. They're smart. Sometimes they just talk for no reason. You know, you'll love it. I swear. Pint glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, coming up uh, for episode 50, we want to do our first Ask Us Anything episode. If you have a question you're dying to ask either all of us or one of us, uh, here's what we want you to do. We want you to record yourself asking the question. You can do it audio only. If you're feeling daring, you can do it on video. Uh, let us know that you're going to record something. You can send it to us and uh, we will work that into the episode and answer your question. So uh, please get us your questions. You can contact us through Twitter, DM us on any social platform or you can find us. Uh, you can also email us directly at artofnetworkengineering at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, artofnetworkengineering.com, and there's a contact page. Just fill out the little contact form, and it will get us uh, right to our inbox. Uh, so please, again, ask us questions. Let us know who you're asking the question to, whether it's you know one of us or all of us, and then uh, ask your question away, and we will answer it on our Ask Us Anything episode. Anything at all. Anything Anything. If you want to know how big Andy's John is, oh my whatever God. John is, <laughs> hey, John is we anything, just lost right? Our sponsor. <laughs> no, a John. Like the way you use John, it's like everything. Well, the nothing. way you use it is a little risky. I, that's, hey, that's how, how you decide how I use it is up to you. I yeah, can't help you. Minds in the, the viewers that just saw the my... panel's faces when you did that, so that'll speak Whoa. for itself. Went, <gasps> I can't help that you guys are a bunch of dirty like people. That's not my fault. I mean. Uh, could be talking about your chair. <laughs> Could be talking about the monitors behind you. I you use John in such a un, universal fashion. I don't know why. It just you sounded dirty coming it. out of your Vermont mouth. That's all. <laughs> oh, so yeah, much maple syrup. <laughs> that's how you interpret it, Andy. I feel sorry for you. Again, folks, go to YouTube, watch the episode, and watch the Everywhere. panels. Everybody's faces went. <gasps> I mean, it was hard to hide. <laughs> we we have some fun here. So ask us anything, episode 50. This is uh, episode 47. Help us out. Ask us some questions. And uh, we will get those in the show. Can't wait any longer. It's time for some wins. <laughs> this week, we have a young man from the Discord... He passed his CompTIA Network Plus exam. Congratulations, go. a young man. Oh, Good nice. job, young yeah. man. <laughs> a big one, a big one. A Wande 2.0 passed their CCNA. Oh, yeah. Very nice. New CCNA lockdown. Congratulations. Well done. Well so done. huge. Davy 87 David Alicia was named a mentor in uh, a new program at DeVry University, which he is an alumni, hmm. uh, and it's a program for women in tech. So he's going to be a mentor for women in tech. So congratulations, hmm. Dave. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. He's perfect for program. that, too. Oh, yeah. Really he's, perfect he's great. for that. I always forget about DeVry. I need a mentor. Did you go to DeVry? No, yeah. I, just, I just need a mentor. 
Oh, okay. I'll be your mentor. Anybody willing Thanks. to mentor Andy? <laughs> <laughs> you teach on me anything. some barbecue, I'll teach you uh, whatever you like, want. Like, about. mentor him on anything. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting possible new sponsorship opportunity. Finding a way to mentor Andy. He's going to ask you, how do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> like, this is crazy, man. All right. Like one, a- one more winning before we, we get too far behind here. Mike Vest recently accepted an offer uh, for a help desk position. So congratulations, nice. Mike. Nice. Finally in breaking in. Yeah. In that good job. Yeah. Get your foot in there. Nailed it. Up. And that's the end of the winning <laughs> section for this week. Congratulations, everybody. If you want to hear your name on the podcast, join our Discord and uh, drop your wins. Could be anything in hashtag winning. And uh, every week just before the show, I collect all the wins from the previous week and we read them off right now during the introduction of the podcast. So you want to get on that? Join us. So I'm happy that the goat is catching on, but I'm simultaneously sad that now other people are ringing the winning goat. That used to be my thing. You mm. beat me to it. Now, now, and, now, now and, I don't have a thing. Dan has howdy. Other people are naming it. Yeah, Dan that's, had howdy. I had the goat. Right. All right. Well, I, I mean, I guess I'll keep my goat to no, myself. No, no, it's good. It's. I mean, this is what happened. <laughs> keep your goat to yourself. This is what happened. You sounded a little salty. No, I just. Honest. I'm a little sad. I, you know, like. Oh, you, man, you know what I, though? I I love that we're seeing so many of these pop up. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are posting pictures of it. They're right. buying it. Are they? Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People were posting best. in the Discord earlier that they got their own oh, goats. Oh my god! This goat is very therapeutic. <laughs> we we got a flock of goats. Like yeah, maybe that's a cool. new name for the A one fans. Like if you're an A one fan, maybe you're an A one goat. I don't know. Is, what are they? A flock that, of goats. Is that what they're called? Flock. Yeah, is it a flock? Like, I kind of figured goat was like a, a sheep. Herd. And sheep or flocks. Herd. Oh, now we gotta look it up. You keep the show going. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. Real maybe real time fact check by Andy. Yeah. Is it a gaggle? Yeah. Oh yeah, gaggle's a good one. I feel like a goat is is it not a family? Maybe I know it like a young goat's a kid. Yeah, and I only know that because I used to work with somebody who would raise kids. Yeah, as yeah, in my aunt, my aunt has like hundred and they goats. wanted to be able to access a remote webcam from the work network that would let them see their goats. Hmm. Okay, their kids. Yeah, yeah, the kids. You're not going to believe this. What is it? A group of goat. A group of goats is called a trip. A trip. <laughs> Spell. Why, who does this? Why can't we yeah. just say a group of goats? I mean, I think we just keep it flock of goats. But it says a herd, tribe, or trip is what a group of goats herd. is called. See? Yeah, that's a trip, man. But yeah. you know trip. that that's the first hit. The second hit is it's called a trip. So hmm. okay. there you go. Interesting. So yeah. you say like that's a trip. A trip. Or of, do you say? A trip of goats. A gathering of goats is officially called a trip. Crazy. <laughs> nah, so, it's a gaggle so, of Johns. So there you go. But you know, it's, if, it's not that trippy. If, if you love something, set it free. And I'm glad everybody has goats now. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be pretty violating. You know, not only does everybody like have it and then abuse the hell out of it, but just the simple fact that like the crowd is all going to voice their opinion on what his official name is going to be. I think that's the best part. <laughs> and the most. Like it's stripping you of everything. And the dumbest possible name is in the lead. I know. <laughs> the absolute dumbest possible name. Hot buttery udders. Exactly. <laughs> that, that to me, that's the best part too. Cause it's like, and, oh, which one of these would and, Andy hate the most? No, and well, it's like, oh, something related <laughs> to Aaron. There you go. A nickname that was revealed in an episode Aaron and I did. 
Yeah, there you go. His wife didn't even know this high school nickname. So these are the kind of treasures we unearth in this show. It's good. It's good stuff. I I don't know if you guys saw Tony E on uh, on Twitter. It's just like, did I miss some conversation here? (laughs) Like, where did hot buttery eggs come from? (laughs) It's just like, oh yeah, you missed a good episode with. uh, Yeah, somebody said him straight. They're like, nope, you gotta go listen to this. You gotta go listen to the episode. It is great. I mean, it's why I love this show and you guys. Like, just you know, it's just ridiculous. Like, that's now going to be part of the lexicon. Hot buttery udders. Like, you know, (laughs) there's no other there's no other tech podcasts that are this much fun. Oh no. No, so. that's not how you <laughs> unique. Um, what were what were we supposed to talk about? Oh yeah, well, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We, we, <laughs> oh, yeah. we finally made it through uh, all, all the introductory like, stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about on call. I'm sure, all of you guys have been oh, yeah. on call. Some of you are probably on call right now. Yeah, that's where the money's at, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the stress. It is used at. to be. It used to be. There was a point in my career where I was on call and I was still hourly, and I got the the double time hourly rate, the extra kick in for yep. being on call. The yep. uh, I don't know so much extra for carrying the pager, and and then I made it to salary land, and there was no extra kickbacks for me. See, no. I've never been on call in in a salaried situation. That sounds weird. I mean, they don't pay you extra to mm. do that. No. Not, not when I hit IT manager for a company, and then I, I just still participate in the on-call process. Yeah, so, and, and usually it was just to like but relieve I'm, somebody on my team from having to do it for a week. Yeah, but like you also knew that it wasn't just like one day out of nowhere they were like like right. like somebody would say to me like, "Hey, by the way, you didn't know this probably, but that that sixty-five thousand dollars that you signed on the dotted line that also <laughs> includes of like forty extra hours of work every week, you know, in, right. the, middle, in the middle of the night." <laughs> right exactly like i don't think you yeah. can't exactly spring that on somebody you know what i mean oh they can but, <laughs> and they do. Well, no no no. i, I just I, mean like yeah, yeah. like to that extent you know what i mean like right. like oh I, i'm not getting paid extra for it type of thing you right. know what i mean i've yeah. heard people I've, get, only... I've heard people get paid you know for on call and people don't salary to non-salary I've, I've heard both i mean you should definitely get paid extra for being called you know woken up at one in the morning into a stressful situation well hell yeah i would into a stressful that's the one part that like i think is just is always kind of overlooked it's like it's one thing to get woken up at like two in the morning but when it's like hey everything's not working (laughs) sometimes my kid wakes me up because they have to pee but like when the building's burning down and people are calling you (laughs) right like wait what Oh, oh man that's a nightmare yeah yeah but i would say if you have the opportunity and you know that there's going to be some sort of on-call involved to so make sure that you knew that ahead of time yeah i guess maybe that's a takeaway before we get too deep into absolutely this. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely part of the interview process like is there an on-call and how do you treat yeah. the on-call and- my first on-call was as a cable guy yeah, yeah that's what, same and i believe yep. we did get a bump like when you were on call whatever it was you'd put it in yep. your timesheet, and, and i think he got extra and my my so you know when you're calling the cable company like unless you're you know a big wig somewhere typically they're not going to call the on-call cable guy to go out and like look at your internet like it's two yep. in the morning but i the two times i remember being called on call one was for a company executive so the the power was out, I think, and we had a generator at his node, which is what powers the cable plant out there. And they had somebody sitting out front of this guy's palace 24-7, keeping his generator full of gas. 
so that his cable didn't go out. <laughs> so that was my first on call was to keep an executive's generator full Is of gas. Is that part of triple play? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and the other one was also generator work. It was after a hurricane. I don't remember if it was Sandy or what, but we had generators everywhere because the you know the power lines had gotten destroyed yeah. when it moved through and generators were everywhere powering the plant. You had to keep putting gas in them every... So that was kind of like my first experience. You never went out like... Uh, for like mainline issues in the middle of the night? I mean, you know, the linemen kind of took care of the, the the big stuff that went down. They really didn't need us. Like, yeah. they're not going to send you in somebody's home at one thirty in the morning because like on demand isn't working. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's always out of you. Specials. Right. Like big stuff. Right. Two like, in the morning. Yeah. Like if the linemen needed us, you know, like, hey, there's something big going on. We, you know, we need help. But yeah, I think it was really just keeping generators running, you know, yeah. after storms and stuff. Yeah. It's like two degrees outside and there's like a hailstorm and all this other stuff happening, like this wintry mix going on. And it's like the power lines are covered in ice and they're sagging down like six feet and you got to climb up there. But you know what's nice about that is you can see it coming. Like, you know, and your boss is telling you like, hey, you're probably going to, you know, probably going to need you tonight. And you could be like, hey, look, like for this foreseeable future, because no, you're right. That didn't mm-hmm. always happen, right? So it was like, yeah, it was very, in a way, rare, right? I guess to, it was predictable yeah. to that degree, though, right? Because that was like, oh, crap, the storm of the century is coming. That's yeah. for me, that's how yeah. it always happened. It was right. like, oh, this is a storm that knocks out power for like five days or something. And it wasn't you know? stressful. Like, keep. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it, like, it was as stressful as like, disaster cleanup can yeah, be because right. that's what it was very methodical and mm-hmm. slow and repetitive right. and you know it was just like never ending like you know 19 20 22 hours a day type thing like whew. but yeah i've never done it in a salary position because i i wouldn't even know how to approach that I'm, but like i i you know in any salary position i've ever been in i was never like tied to like a nine to five or an eight to five or something so it's like, okay, so if somebody's scheduling you to be on call two nights a week, let's say, but I'm traveling two nights a week for five hours at a time, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, like one is a lot more work obviously than another, but in a way, but like, is it though? Cause I mean, I can, I can make a case for both being kind of equally a pain in the ass, you know, right. to in their own way. Yeah. I, AJ, you probably obviously know what I'm talking about. Cause oh it's yeah. To your heart. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I've been in like I think both of those kind of on-call situations where it's like organized and you know people take turns. There's rotations. There's kind of like defined mm-hmm. like okay, you're on call from this time to this time, and then somebody else is going to take over kind of thing. And then there's just the perpetual on-call like you know forever. You know, just because that's what the position demands, right? Like you mm-hmm. you get issued a phone. There's no like stipend or or extra kickbacks it's just if something happens and it's in your domain you're going to get called Mm -hmm. that's part of the deal though like it's weird like if they don't call it out like you're getting paid extra for this or like you know like andy alluded to earlier you know i think we got like it would give us like twenty three dollars a day or something i think it rings a bell yeah yeah (laughs) if you were on call but you know the other thing that i think is often overlooked too it's like on calls a pain in the butt because it's so unpredictable in that mm-hmm. regard. Yeah. Because like you're actually almost guaranteed to not get called as much as you are to get called. And I never talk about that. Like 
it's just the anticipation you're going to bed like gosh i could be called it's like it's it's almost as bad like you might as well call me <laughs> you know i was just kind of laying yeah. there like anytime something bumped over here you know i'm like oh. and now i look at my phone did i miss a call Did i miss a text you know that yeah. kind of thing so yeah. is it safe to say like every network engineer position has on call with it like other places i mean that I, I would i would, I would have, you to would have to right Mo yeah. most it positions that i've worked in have had some form of on call because even if you have a knock which i always have they still escalate and they need you know higher tiered people so yeah, it yeah. seems like <laughs> it seems like an evil uh you know it, it comes with the job right you're, yeah, if yeah you're, it comes if with you're a network engineer sure. you're gonna be on call <clears throat> right yeah and I, also one thing you know you guys were talking about you know getting 23 dollars a day or something like that uh there's other ways that a company can compensate you on maybe not just straight up pay so what our company did for a while and they still kind of do it but they they kind of call it comp time right and so if oh, let's yeah. say if i'm you know working a problem at 11 o'clock at night and i have to work you know for three hours straight or something like that well we have this you know honor system bank of hours where it's like hey i had three hours there i'm gonna take off three hours early friday or something like oh that, that's you know? pretty sweet and and it's just kind of understood that you know hey this is the kind of work we deal with. So, you hmm. know, you're, you're still getting in your 40 hours a week type thing. It just might be at different times of the day. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think, I, I think that's a culture thing to feel out too. When you're is, going yeah. in to an interview, that kind of thing is, is you're asking, yeah, what, what is the on-call rotation like? Mm -hmm. um, how often? And, right? yeah, yeah. How often? And, and well, how do you feel about, you know, handling if I've got to work multiple hours overnight, you know, just, just to kind of feel out what that culture is like, I think is important. And I think one thing too is you probably should ask them like, okay, so I'll give an example at our place. We don't have a rotation, right? We're just all on call 24 seven basically. And, uh, and so you probably should ask about that, right? It, you should probably ask, Hey, what what does right. it look like is it a is it a rotation is it 24 7 how does right. that work um so do you get called often dan i mean you're, not, you're on call 24 7 365 it sounds like so right? when i correct and okay. it it helps having a team right because yeah. i you know if we know someone's going to be going on vacation and stuff they're obviously not going to try to bother them that kind of thing um or like if i'm going out of town i let my team know that that hey i'm going to be out of town so I'd rather not pick up the phone basically, but so uh, why wouldn't you do a rotation? Like why are I, all of you guys on all the time? That wasn't our call. Yeah. That's yeah, just yeah, the way okay. management's done it. Um, sure. So do they call everybody at once? Like everybody no, gets no, call? it depends on what the problem is. So okay. the way, the way that we figured this out is like certain uh. systems have certain owners, right? And so if that mm. system has an issue, they'll call that owner basically. That's good. Um, and then, but but one thing too is so when i first started we used to have a lot of issues so i got called a lot <laughs> and it kind of sucked right but uh yeah. as we've gotten our as we've improved our network over time those calls started going down and down and down right and and now rarely let me let me knock on wood real quick <laughs> uh I, I mean i don't get called that often anymore so that's nice hmm. but uh so that that's that should be a uh that should be um an incentive to try to you know design your networks right and right. don't do crazy <laughs> crazy stuff just to, just because it's cool i try to keep my network simple man 
Yeah. <laughs> I had but, a similar uh, experience staying on my old team when I was on the WAN team. The mm-hmm. the, the WAN had been, um, uh, I guess, not cared for as much as you know you might want to, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of landmines. And yeah, there was three of us on the team, so every third week you were on call, and you just never knew when that phone was going to ring because stuff would just get you know, triggered sucks, all the time. Yeah. But they, they, they brought in a WAN architect, and we got it all cleaned up, or most of it cleaned up over a couple of years. And you're right that the calls went from like almost you know, non-existent. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think wow. the worst, I think the worst calls I, I used to not like getting was, so, you know, you'd have a knock and you'd get woken up and you'd hop on and you're, you're getting the download what's going on. And you would ask on the bridge, like, okay, so what's been done? And like, you just find out nothing. Like nobody did any troubleshooting. Nobody did anything. It's oh, just, man, that's somebody called, somebody called, they saw there was a problem and they just sprayed and prayed and like mm-hmm. call everybody, oh, get everybody geez. on the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and again, like Tim, you mentioned culture. We were able to work with our knock resources to kind of like, hey guys, you know, here's here's basic network troubleshooting. Let's let's go through this before we start, you know, paging everybody out. Um, so between fixing the network, like you said, making it more reliable, and then working with your teams, you know, hey, don't don't just page everybody all at once because you could do a couple things for five or ten minutes to dig around, you know, and. Because then it helps the engineers that get on the bridge. Like, oh, okay, what, what's going on? What do you see? As opposed to, I don't know, something's broke. Everybody's pissed. <laughs> check, check, <laughs> check it out. You know, like, yeah. They're not fun. When, when you let your users be the warning system, that's that's not the best of, uh, approach yeah. or policy. Yeah, we, we used to call that the scream test. <laughs> scream <laughs> test, yeah. When yeah. we were trying to like shut something down, you weren't really sure if people were using it. Like, yeah, just do it. Listen. Do a go. scream <laughs> test. See if the phone yeah. rings. Yeah. We, we call Phone's those, ringing. We call Turn those, it back uh, on. Smoke test. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Smoke tough, yeah. Same um, kind of... Uh... Also, one thing, too, is, uh, you know, when I when I first started my job, we didn't actually have uh, work cell phones. We had little pagers. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used, it, I used to work at a place where we had to, we, we had one alphanumeric pager for the team. Okay. And it was a rotation, and we had to, like, take turns, like, carrying this damn thing. Yeah. And it, it, like every Friday, I was just like, "All right, who had that thing last? Yeah. Like, where is it?" Like, well, you know, so we, we it would all, go a long time without going off, and then all of a sudden it would just like go off. Yeah, yeah. So we we all had our own, so they could just page whoever they wanted. But uh, it was really funny. Every once in a while, if all of us were kind of like in a group or something like that, and something something did go down, it was like what you were talking about before, Andy, the spray and pray. And so all of our beepers <laughs> started going off. You know, <laughs> it was like, oh gosh, here we go. But I, just, Beepers. I, I was just thinking back when or I was at the Comcast knock, we weren't allowed to page engineering. We never once in the years oh, wow. I was there, like you, you fixed it. <laughs> you know, okay. there was no, I wouldn't even know how to page engineering. Hmm. Like, it, so it's interesting culture to culture. Like, no, it's we're break fix. This is our job. This is what we do. And that was from management. That was hmm. the culture there. We're not, pa- hmm. we're not paging people. You fix it. I so. remember the uh, like when we were in the field, Andy. Did you do you guys ever have the push to talk Nextels? <laughs> no, but the contractors did. I yeah. remember. Okay, they like by default. First of all, I get it, but like awful idea. Yeah. Like like <laughs> everybody you can got, hear everything, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just gotta understand like 
the type of dudes you're hiring here. Yeah. Like, like we, like I work here for a reason. Like, have you seen me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it, I, I just remember like I was installing like somebody's DVR once, and and my buddy just started yelling. Like, he's like, "Holy!" You know, expletive. Like, he's like, "You should see this mother expletive," and it's and it's at like volume like twelve, time. right? Just coming out of my butt at somebody's basically. house. Yeah, because yeah, I'm on the ground, like on my knees, like you know, like pressing the buttons or whatever, and my butt is just yelling at this dude's yeah. face. And, and I'm like, ah, I feel so bad. But 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 why that sucked? Well, of course, in that moment it sucked. But for the most part, why it sucked was that was how you found out. Like if you were getting called out, was that same noise? Like uh. they would just start talking uh. to you. Like you'd have the next teller just like sitting there, and all of a sudden somebody'd be like, dude, dude, Aaron, hey, Aaron. Like it's freaking terrifying. Like to wake you up in the middle of the night, like, <laughs> like something like that too. Like. You know, disembodied voice screaming at you. Right. right yeah. And it was always somebody different, right? Like whoever was working in the tack that oh, night. Gosh. Like, you know, or like get up ready to fight kind of thing. Yeah. They're like, hey, hey, uh, sorry He's in my to house. wake you up. Yeah. They're like, do you want to see if this clears? And I'm like, slowly putting pants on. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it might clear in like 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll get the car started, maybe. <laughs> 20 minutes, I'm like, so what's up with that outage? What's going on with that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's still it's still going. Well, yeah, good, because I'm like almost there. I, I'm definitely almost there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, Andy, probably, you, you should be glad I didn't work with you during that time, because uh, I'd be like, hey, Andy, how's them hemorrhoids doing? <laughs> Oh, dude, God, I can only imagine. What? What a nice. saboteur. Nice. That's how you get somebody in trouble. Like, you don't even have to know him. You just be like, hey, what's his push to talk number, you know? <laughs> it was like it was like star something, 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 you know? Okay. And, and you can just start talking. You can just start talking to strangers. Like, what? You, you watch now, your buddy walk up to the customer house. You beep in like, yo, man, I got your butt cream. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like that constantly. Yeah. Like, like, it was so bad. Dude, that's but like you had to have it on speaker though, because like if you were like climbing a telephone pole and you were doing something and you were like trying to get somebody to help, right. like it was the best thing ever. Because you could just, they'd be like, hey, okay, come down now, you know? And you're like, okay, you didn't have to like grab it. You could just like hear him you know i mean mm. it, so in ways it was like ahead of its time but like to me it was just a, an annoyance when i was on call because like god what an awful device yeah, yeah. thank god they went away a aj do, do you have on call at your place because like you guys build things for customers right like you, you wouldn't get a call that something you built six months ago was down right like how does that work Right. So th there's definitely periods of time where I could be on call and it's usually immediately after we've delivered a solution. Yeah, right. So, okay. and, it, and it's usually for, for me on calls is usually during business hours. So like, you know, we, we deliver the solution, we implement it fully, it, you know, we move into production, whatever. And then the next business day, if there's, you know, a problem, then I'm on call, I'm on hook to you know, help them out. Is that defined in the contract? Like we get X amount of time after the install to, you know, bug these people for support? Depending on yeah. the the project, we usually build in like so many hours of post-project or post-implementation okay. support. Hmm. Um, a, a lot of our customers are also our managed services customers. So yeah, send them a you know, support after, contract. After uh, the implementation, it moves directly to, you know, there, there's a okay. handoff between the gotcha. professional services team and the managed services team. And, you know, we walk through the solution and say, okay, here's, 
here's what we installed, here's the device IPs, here's you know usernames and passwords. They they go into the devices, get them tied into the monitoring system, so that way they can start to monitor and watch the health of them and, and react if something goes wrong. So you can sell them that service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm wondering if maybe it would be helpful, <clears throat> just maybe in our own words collectively, for anyone that maybe hasn't had the job yet you know like pretty much every week we're like yo so-and-so got a new job got a new help desk job blah, blah blah but like a lot of people haven't been on call or maybe haven't even like encountered what that's like maybe we should just kind of define it in our own words as a group like what 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 is it right so like when you're going to get the job and you're you know negotiating your hours oftentimes with this position or it positions in general you can end up doing shift work, right? So these are important things to point out. So it's not easy to just say like, okay, normally your job is eight to five, on call is anything but that, because it could be, you know, you could be running a swing shift or, you know, you could be working overnights or whatever, because then if you were on call, that would mean during the daytime. So really it's kind of like the offset of what you are out, like out, anytime you're out of your normal working hours and typically, um, and I'll just add kind of a couple of pieces here and I want you guys to just kind of sprinkle on some color to this as we go. So just, just so everybody kind of has their own little version, you know what I mean? Um, in case we leave pieces out, but so you're on call. Sometimes you get paid for the on call, right? Sometimes you could get like a daily on call pay. Um, sometimes they're in rotations. Um, sometimes they're always there. Uh, what am I leaving out here? Help a brother out. Sometimes uh, there's SLAs, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're on yeah. call, you get a call, you have X amount of minutes before you're kind of like expected to be logging in, triaging, reporting back kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I, I've not worked at a place where this was a, a, a thing, but I have ever heard that when you're on call, you had like a travel radius. Like you were only mm. allowed to go, you know, okay. so many miles away from hmm. your home or the main facility, wherever you were providing coverage. Don't like that. Interesting. When I'm no, on... no, I yeah. don't like that. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I have ever heard that that was a thing. Um, I've not personally experienced that yeah. myself. When I'm I, on I've call and outside of the house, my work laptop is in my backpack. I got my yeah. Yeah. hotspot. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I might be at a baseball yeah. field with a kid. Like, hey, that's in okay. So that's that, that could point. be a part of it too. Yeah. Right. yeah. So anytime I travel anywhere, I take my work laptop with me, right? Yeah. Now, okay. maybe not as extreme as what Andy's saying. Like, um, I like if I if I go to a restaurant or something like that, I don't take it with me. But if I travel out of town, even on my vacations, I always take my laptop, my work laptop with me, just in case I need to jump on real quick and look at something. Because here's the thing: if my team is drowning and I'm on vacation, you know. I'm not going to be that guy that just says, nope, I'm on vacation. You're like, I, I'm going to help my team right. out, right? But yeah. so I always just take it with me. Now, luckily we haven't had that happen, uh, but <laughs> I, you know, I I definitely am not going to let my team drown. So, yes. I would say the well, frequency of being like when you're on call would be huge if you, like when you're interviewing for a place, right? Because yeah, like you yeah. said, Dan, you're, you're, you're carrying a damn laptop around with you in mm -hmm. case you got to sign in. You're basically working 24-7 when you're on call. So if you're on call a lot, if it's a small team, if it's two people, yeah. and every other week you're on call and their network's unstable and you're always carrying your laptop everywhere and the phone's always ringing, 
that's you know there's a price to be paid for on call aaron made me think of it with the shift work i, I worked mids i worked at midnight shift at the knock for a year and i don't you know i don't want to say it almost killed me but like i couldn't sleep mm. i cannot mm -hmm. work midnight wow. to eight and come home and go to bed i tried i tried everything they say but i did so that the price for shift work for me i just couldn't do it it was it was killing me mm. and it's kind of the same with on call like if you're getting woken up a lot if you're carrying stuff around you never know when the phone's gonna ring that's that can be stressful and it's hard to find it's how do you find that out in an interview you know like you're if that environment is that bad they might not tell you <laughs> right they but i think I, I think, think maybe they... the goal is to like know that i that, that's kind of like this right yeah. now right like like aj brought up some points that i I'd, I'd never heard of and in fact like he's never even encountered before he just knows that like that kind of stuff is out there i think the more that we can bring up right now it might be helpful you know mm -hmm. so these things are in the back of your mind so yeah and I'm not saying like red flags necessarily, like, you know, cause it's hard to pry that deep into one subject without it, even especially making it look like you're like <laughs> trying to like get out of something, you know, yeah. like that's pretty sus. Like, so tell me more. Like, so what happens if I don't answer my phone right away? You know, like yeah. that type of thing. Like, I don't want to go down that road, buddy, but, but you know what I mean? So like yeah. bringing up, you know, other stuff like that, AJ, you said you were going to say something. Though, yeah. So, so yeah. I worked at a, a small company that, they didn't have on call, but the person before me that did IT took phone calls outside of normal working hours and assisted people. Hmm. Mm. They just didn't formalize it and call it on call, and and that expectation wasn't set. You know, when it, when I was hired on, kind of thing. Uh, and so we we had an IT team. We we then you know we got the pager. We did the rotation. We we set up some SLAs. You know, so we set up some expectations for people. You know, when it was okay to call, like. If, if you're working a weekend and, you know, your printer's not working, save it to Monday, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Like, but if yeah. you're working on a critical project, you get locked out of your account, you know, whatever, like, you know, call us, we'll, we'll help you figure it out kind of thing. So, so maybe like what does on call even entail, right? Like, right. To, like what constitutes like an on callable situation? Exactly. So yeah, I we, feel like we, in the job description, I feel like in the job description, you always see like occasional nights and weekends, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, that could mean maintenance windows. Could be, that yeah, could sure. mean, you know, the job descriptions are usually general in nature, right? Like right. it's, it's like fishing. Yeah. Let's get them in the door. So it's, That's it's a good point. It's, it's tricky, man. Yeah. To know what you're getting into. Right. That's it. So, so I guess in, in that vein, Aaron, like let's let's kind of discuss compensation for, for that. Like some people are salaried. They don't get any additional compensation. Right. I've heard situations where people that were salaried did get extra compensation hmm. for being on call. They got like just a kickback for being on call regardless of whether or not they got a call. Yeah, okay. And then right. if they got a call, you get more. then they got more. Yep. Like, they, then like they, a, they got paid basically an hourly rate on top of their salary mm, okay. for having to be on call. So kind of like a bonus yep. then, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Because yeah. like I, I always wondered how they would do that because typically the being hourly was what made that so easy because, you know, right. once you go over the 40, you know, I mean, obviously time and a half type of thing. But it wasn't like you were going to hit 40. So it's like, okay, so if I was on call Tuesday and Wednesday, like I might hit 40 hours by Wednesday. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't be getting overtime during the on-call period. Right. Yeah. I would yeah. actually be on overtime on my normal working hours on Thursday and Friday. Well, yeah, right? and, and it would just total up. And also, yeah. Um, so we just got a new CIO and he came in and like we, you know, our teams met with him and everything like that. And that was one of the things he actually said was, you know, hey, 
understand he he actually came from infrastructure side so or his background yeah. is in infrastructure he was actually a network engineer which i thought was kind of cool um oh, nice. but uh he he said that Wonderful. he understands you know how the infrastructure life is and so he is not like a clock watcher um and and so what he and i think what he meant by this was let's say the same scenario right 11 o'clock i get a call and i've got to work on it for two or three hours or something like that and then i get it done well you know what if i come in a little bit later the next day you know they're they're not going to worry about that because they know that hey dan had a you know an on-call that he had to do fix a production issue or whatever and mm-hmm. uh they're not gonna they're not gonna be upset with that right they're not gonna sit there and be like hey you know it's it's nine thirty, and you're supposed to be here at eight you know that kind of thing um <clears throat> So I think I think that's something that you need to fill out in a in an interview, right? And I don't think that's like a um, a shady question to ask because like when I was doing some interviews with people, uh, they would ask that, right? They were like, "Hey, like I had one guy come in, he was like, "Hey, how would you rate your network? Like, do you think it's un- you know zero being unstable and ten being you know super stable?" And and I was like, "That's an interesting question because I've never had anyone ask me that because you know I think I think a piece of us are always like." Like, let's say, you know, you're a Tennessee Vols fan and someone asks you, hey, how, how good is your team? And and there's those Vols fans that are like, oh, they're the best team out there when they really suck, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. <laughs> nah, I'm, so what, what was your number and did you hire them? <laughs> uh, I don't I'm trying to think what I, I I said. I think it was about a six or a seven. You know, uh, it wasn't it's it's not, you know, there's things that are missing. But I was also I kind of actually went over with them what i just told you guys about you know when i first started you know it wasn't in the best shape and we got called a lot but now it's you know not as much was that his goal when he asked you that though you think to figure out if like on call was going to be a pain oh yeah for sure and and, okay he he started alluding to it you know yeah Yeah, that's what i'm saying like i was really smart yeah Yeah. but, but i thought but you know i think one of the guys that was in the room i think they kind of were like like afterwards they were like why would you ask that and i was like well i think what he's trying to see is like you know is he walking into a train wreck or (laughs) or is he you know walking into where man you can learn a lot dan how have you been hiding that question for this long from (laughs) us i almost uh now we were talking about the goat earlier and how andy Mm -hmm. feel now i feel violated because (laughs) you've been holding that away from us for this long like what a friggin gem that is like like how stable like what that are you kidding me because like we're talking about it in the context of like how crappy is my on-call experience yeah. gonna be but like gosh dang like let's just name them off now like what kind of things can i gain from you by asking that question right yeah i can see what yeah. kind of budget you guys use mm-hmm. like how much money you spend right yeah. like how frivolous are you it, it was a really right? good how, question how forward thinking you are like you know how smart all of you all are right. right like how much freedom do you have like gosh dang that question is endless man yeah and but but then I, I think to to Dan's point like you want to believe the best in your network and you you might rate it maybe maybe a little bit higher you know than than uh, so then you, maybe you maybe ought to because you overlook certain blemishes about your network because it's your baby yeah so why yeah but that, but you can me, read into why, that why as well ask it differently. how someone answers yeah why not uh, but ask it differently. Not, yeah, like yeah. not ask that. Like, what do you like about it? Be like, okay, <laughs> if you, like, what three things would you change about your network? Yeah, that's uh, a good way to do it. Yeah. Now, now, now we're getting tricky. <laughs> now, now we're getting. I want to. I want to hear from Tim. Take some notes. I want to hear from Tim before we. Yeah. We get. 
run out of time here, Tim. What's uh, have you been on what call say you? in your network engineering career thus far? Yeah, so I've actually seen um, multiple sides of it in the industry that I'm in. So I, in the at the place I'm at now, I I started on the end user computing side. So that was very much the hourly. Um, when you were on call, you got you know X amount per day, and then when you got called in, you got you know whatever for X amount of hours. Um, and then for the last eight years now I've been salaried on the network engineering team and yeah, it's a rotation basis, but I'm kind of in a position now where I'm kind of one of the unspoken escalation points. Mm -hmm. So even if there's times where I'm not on call, if there's a a big enough issue, they're going to pull me in, which is completely fine. I mean, like Dan was saying that that's, this is my network. This is my baby. I want to help. Um, so yeah, I, I've seen both sides of that. Um, I do kind of want to go through kind of a list of tips um, and then have any of you guys add on as well. And a few of these are going to sound really familiar from the uh, soft skills episode. So a little bit of repeat there, but some things that I think are really important when you're on call, especially when things come in after hours, especially when you are, are getting woken up and it takes time to figure out where you even are and you're trying to, you know, get information on what's what's broken. And yeah, (laughs) who are you? How'd you get this number? When, when you're sitting in your underwear eating Cheetos, you know, that kind of thing, right? In in my beanbag chair, Daniel. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that one. (laughs) So, uh, some of the things I want to talk about, um, it may sound simple, but it's not always when you've got a million things coming at you at once is remain calm. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to you want to be that cool head under pressure because when you're trying to fix a large issue like that, you may be on a call with a bunch of people. You want to keep the cool head. You want to set the tone for the troubleshoot. Um, and it's only going to make you look good. Uh, number two, communicate, because a lot of these things happen uh, when they do happen after hours or on weekends. You know, your whole team, including your your management, isn't working um, along with you always. So when there are issues, I think it's important to especially communicate to management and your team that, hey, I got called in on this. I'm working through these steps. Um, I spent X amount of time. We got it resolved. I think management really appreciates that. So communicate. Um, I think a really important one, especially if you're in a, uh, if you're in a team environment is no one to ask for help. So, yes. and that's kind of that back to that prioritization thing. And that when an issue comes in, if it's something that, uh, came to you it is an on-call issue, but it's not a network down emergency, but it's something you haven't seen before. You can kind of gauge, I think, in how much time you're willing to give yourself to troubleshoot through it. Um, But if there is a a massive issue going on and it's something you haven't seen before, you need to know that you need to ask for help probably pretty quickly in those in those situations. Um, And then when you do have to ask for help, know how to be grateful to those people who you had to ask for help at three o'clock in the morning. I think that really helps the team environment to to not just shrug that off, thank them, do what you got to do to show that you were grateful. and then when you do get that call in the middle of the night, uh, do the, I feel like we bring her up in every episode now, but do the Tanea method. Take your time. Give yourself your five <laughs> seconds to collect yourself. Uh, I almost guarantee you whoever's calling you on the other end, 
will understand that you need a few minutes to, to figure out where you are, who you're talking to, that kind of thing. Uh, and then the last thing I got is it can be stressful. So, so try not to let it consume you and, and ruin your day, your week, whatever your, your period of time that you're on call, especially for somebody like Dan, where you've got um, a set of applications or, or systems where you own them and you're on call at all times. Uh, just do what you can to maintain a positive attitude and just don't let it run your life. Great, great points, Tim. I want to echo what you said about asking for help. So, you know, swallow your pride. Uh, there, there's no shame in asking for help. You know, I'm a senior deployment engineer and I bounce stuff off other engineers all the time. Yep. Uh, I would much rather, you know, I, I will give myself a period of time to troubleshoot it, learn about it, you know, whatever. And if I get stuck, I can't figure it out. I bounce stuff off other people like, hey, you know, I mean, here's what I'm working with. And, and if you if you are going to run something up to someone, bring that information to them. You know, oh, you, definitely. You, just don't, mm-hmm. you don't want to be like, well, okay, I'm stuck. Okay, well, what'd you do? Yeah. What'd you try? Uh, so, so start, lead off with that information. Like, hey, I'm looking at this problem. Here's what I've done and I still can't figure it out. Yeah. What say you, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, and, and if, if you know, there's, there's definitely the, I, I would say the opposite of that, right? Like always asking for help. You know, yeah. if you if you constantly get, or not constantly, but if you um, if you're on call, you get a call, and the first thing you do is punt it to somebody else mm-hmm. and say, "Yeah, I can't figure this out." Like, well, did you look at it? Well, no, I just thought I'd ask you because you know you're really smart. <laughs> you know, you're 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 never gonna get that experience yourself, and uh, you know, learn if you don't attempt it and and give yourself the opportunity to try to take care of it that's a good point there's a certain amount of pain and stress you have to put yourself through on call because you don't have the answer and you have to dig and you're not sure and there's pressure there's if you're on a bridge that'll thicken your skin too like the more you you get in those situations the the easier and more gracefully you can handle them in the future yeah yeah the first one's rough (laughs) i i can't echo what you just said anymore but the pride thing I that's one thing that I preach to people on my team about is don't like dude the <clears throat> the way I operate is if I'm starting to have an issue and I and it, and I know that I'm gonna have to start doing some research to figure it out right like and I'm talking about not just a quick Google search and then I got it I'm talking about like I've got to <laughs> dig and dig and dig kind of thing yeah uh, yeah dude I let me get that tech case open and, <laughs> and get that sent off because you know tech takes a little while to answer their emails now. But uh, and Wait, that's, that's not that's not a dig. I'm, <laughs> I'm messing. There's, you got to call, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If, especially if something's down, right? And then you I got a P one, bro. Yeah. Get on my webex now. Hey, I will say, if there's any tech engineers that are listening to our our podcast, Mansoor. Like, well, yeah, Mansoor. But uh, <laughs> I always, I feel absolutely horrible selecting that P one. Like I, I, I was working with the guy, a uh, contractor. And dude, that that cat wanted to do a P one on everything, and I'm like, dude, this is not. We, we haven't even installed this yet. Like, it's not crying wolf all the time. They're not gonna believe anybody, I, dude. I believe so much in karma when it comes to that. Like, I never yeah, put dude, he's, he's even if it's everybody. like you know stuffs on fire. I'm like, eh, it's. I still don't think everything's down, so it's not a it's not a P one uh, just yet. But uh, so, I, you know. This is, I'm just saying that, but uh, yeah, no, take, take your priority. Like, well, the wireless is still working, so there's not a problem here. Yeah, but the internet's down. Wireless doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, take take the pride out. Like, uh, yeah. don't, you know, 
that, that's one thing that bugs me i think is and, and, I, and i understand we're in a field where it takes some intellect to figure this stuff out and i, I feel like we get you know you get alpha dogs i guess if you want to say that oh, yeah. uh, in, in yeah. our field and because i've definitely have heard uh people just belittle people for not knowing why something's not working and that right there that's is just rude. that's just insane I, it's not yeah. uh, it's not helpful nope you're all you're doing is you're no. making the situation worse you're not yep. helping the that's situation you, at that's all. how you get a hang up from me that's yep, for sure exactly yeah. like i'm not even going to talk to you anymore if you, Same, you start I'm doing that. that so um yeah I, take that pride and just hang it up on the wall and like <laughs> let's just figure it out kind of thing so andy what does it look like for you now since you've moved away from the wan team and you're on more of that what I'll call enterprise team. That's probably not the right word for it, but let's call it backbone. It, backbone. Okay. <laughs> is know. it different? Is it, is it the, about the is same the, size is of the people? Call, is yeah. the on-call experience different? Uh, oh man, you put me on the spot here. Well, you're from what uh, you've been talking about, you've been doing more like maintenance windows than on-call stuff, right? I mean, there, there is an on-call schedule. Um, I have, received one i've been called once on call on my new team um you know what's nice is the knock is amazing so i've Mm, been at places where they're less amazing um so they're super knowledgeable and very good and i'm really only getting called because they need somebody to make a decision that they don't feel comfortable making. Like, like a design decision, like, Hey, this thing broke. It broke because of the design. We can fix it, but we need to talk to the people who designed it before. Cause if they're going to change the design to fix it, mm-hmm. right. That that's, that's kind of, so it's different. It's the, there are more devices. It's bigger. It's, global or different technologies but the knock is so good that it, it's really helpful i don't know if i'm answering your question i'm kind of dancing around it but no you are so so it's not that problems aren't happening but you have an actual network operation center that's fielding those initial calls and able to do a fair a, amount of the resolution yeah. very sharp and very enabled okay because, and, and maybe that's culture but yeah they top down get it working as fast as you can. Like, you know, we, it, it probably sounds obvious. Like, yeah, nobody likes outages and like yeah, everything has to be working, but you said enabled, right? Like giving people the power hmm. that can fix it. Yeah. Like, cause in other teams I've been in other areas, they didn't have the power. So they would just page everybody and let other people figure it out, fix it. Oh, you know, we don't own that gear. So, you know, they look in the database and say, Oh, well, th- these are the owners. So kick it to them as opposed to where I'm at now, which, they're enabled they know what they're doing and they can they can get it fixed which results in much less calls for us like you can have a knock who isn't the best and i'm very fortunate where i'm at that the knock is brilliant um the auto matcha that we had on came from the knock and that dude's just next level so apparently he was surrounded by yeah by people like him (laughs) so i'm fortunate that i don't get called much i guess well, I th- think it might be important to note also that I think the that might be dictated by the size of the organization mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you said that you've been in some organizations that have a great knock, an organization that 
you know, maybe didn't have a great knock. I, I've never heard Dan even talk about a knock, so I, I don't even know if he's got one. You know, I, I just think right. it, it depends as well. And that, and that's, I, again, back to the interview process, I'm really glad that Aaron brought that up at the beginning is um, that interview process is just as much about you getting to know about what you're walking into as them getting to know you. Mm. So, yeah, and that's important. And it's funny the different uh, stages of your career because when I interviewed for the job, you know, my first network engineering job out of the knock, they could have told me that I'd be on call forever and I'd be like, yeah, great, let's do it. You know, like when you're trying to get that first gig, yep. I think I'd have a different answer now. Like, uh,. <laughs> I think when you first get in, like there's this like element of excitement, you know, like you got your first IT job and yeah. you're on call. And you'll do and anything because like, it's so oh, yeah. hard to get yeah, that yeah. foot in the door and get that first gig. Like, yeah, sure. You know, you know, you're the only one here. You'll always be on call. We'll always be calling you. Great. <laughs> what do you know? When do I, when do I sign up? Yeah. But then you get some that, experience. I think that changes like, you know, you get older. Yeah. You get a family, I was just about to say priorities, that. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to be a call. You and then you talk to kids. people <laughs> and plug into the community and you talk to people like, oh yeah, you know. I'm hardly ever on call. And when I am, I don't get called. Like, wait a minute. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? So, well, yeah. so, so for me, like when I, when I first started, I wasn't married and I didn't have a kid. Right. And so being on call really wasn't that, that crazy. Cause I didn't, <laughs> I don't want to say it. Like I didn't have a life back then, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I kind of didn't have a life back then compared to, you know, my family time I have now. And so, yeah, there was a difference there. It didn't, but it, it did not bother me that much back then, but now it's like, all right, dude, I've got other stuff I got to do now. <laughs> yeah. So I think our priorities changes as we get older and our family starts growing and stuff like that. So, so, so I got a question for Aaron. Uh, you know, as, as an SE, I've mm. I've heard of plenty of situations like, you know, when, when you have to call TAC, like, oh, call the account manager, call the SE, like they can help escalate, mm. you know, our case and and help us get resolution. Um, as in, in your role as an SE, is that anything that you've had to, to be involved in? I would make sure that whatever organization that you worked for, that you asked that question up front. <laughs> <laughs> did you or did nice. you not? That's, <laughs> nice. And that's where I will leave that. Practice what you preach. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Right. I anyway. love it. I love it. Yeah. No, not really. I don't, I don't, that's not like a thing. I, it, it could be right. But like that we know what like the direct line would be. Uh, there's nothing that I could do. Sure. In any of the SE roles that I've ever been in. There's nothing I could have done to make something go faster than you calling our engineers directly. Mm, sure. Okay. You know, cause I don't have access to any of those systems. You know, it would just be a tribal thing. Like, Hey, I know so-and-so I know so-and-so, but like you're calling the same place I would call, you know, mm, okay. I actually call the same number, you know, but even though you, so, even though you can't, I would see like managers of places with stuff broken, like call everybody. Remember that guy, Aaron, yeah. who sold it to us? Oh, like, yeah. No, when I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the worst when I was in the field, quite honestly, because yeah. then they, Cause you know, you'd be like, Hey, uh, you know, if this breaks again today, like just call me directly. Like I'll come back over here. Cause I don't know what's going on. No bad idea. Yeah. You only do that once or twice. You, and you start, to, you learn like, don't ever do that again, yep. but you're just trying to save yourself from having a repeat. Mm -hmm. I did that all the time and it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Cause it'd be like, 
dude 24 months later yeah. like no joke like <laughs> like hey uh, i don't know if you remember me note, stuck it right next to the thing so when it broke they know exactly what it's, it's like you, you've That's already exactly changed jobs but they're still calling your cell phone number yeah. <laughs> oh that happened that happened so many times like when i worked at charter especially like i'd I was like, I am no longer in the field, actually. Um, and then I would be escalating like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me just call the guy. I actually know the guy still. Hold on. Let me just actually the, let me just push to talk him yeah. real quick and start talking. About <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, dude, what are you doing? Um, I was with a customer. Sorry, bro. But yeah. Excellent. Uh, any other thoughts on on call before we wrap it up, guys? I think that's all I got, man. I think we've about covered it. Yeah, yeah I think that's we it. I think we hammered it pretty good. It's a dirty word. It's a necessary evil. None of yeah. us want to do it. Um, if you can get extra money while you're negotiating, that would be smart because yeah, know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Get, you know, it's t- it's time, right? Time is our greatest you know asset. So when you're on call, there's more time you're going to be working potentially, and it'd be even if you never get called, I just think about what that does to limit your behavior mm. and your extracurricular activities and mentally knowing that phone could ring yeah. at any moment mm-hmm. when 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 you're on call so get get extra money like dance get some comp time they're all really good ways to don't let them own you with that salary and then just be under that stress and duress right. and exactly you know, exactly yeah. good parting right thoughts on. Excellent. Well, uh, super excited to announce next week we are recording our sponsored episode with Open Gear, mm. and we will be doing some very exciting giveaways. We will be giving away some books and some additional swag that will include items from the podcast as well as mm. some swag from Open Gear. So look for the announcement of those giveaways on our social media accounts, and uh, while you listen to us, we'll, we'll let you know how you can enter to win those exciting giveaways very cool thank you to open gear for helping us help big our thank community. you to open gear yeah. For, for that yeah and, we're gonna talk we get about a super that. exciting guest uh for, from those guys yeah, yeah. So. but Looking more importantly to not just specifically to open gear we get to talk about something that we've never talked about before mm-hmm. absolutely yep we we have been working very hard on this with our sponsor open gear on how do we stay true to our format while still doing sponsored content? We think we've got it figured out. We're super excited yeah. to get this episode recorded and uh, and get it out to you guys and await your feedback. So keep us honest. Make sure uh, we're, we're staying true to our our uh, our type here and uh, and let us know what you think. I think you won't be disappointed. I'm excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, have a great night, and we'll, we'll see you next week. See you. Hey, everyone. This is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co-hosts and guests, and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening.